Okay, welcome to another episode of the Haney with Monster podcast, and I'm back with another new episode for you. This one is episode 116, and if you played in a local band in the Joliet, Illinois area, or Crest Hill, or Plainfield, or Bolingbrook, or Romeoville, in that roundabout area, some even from Chicago, and some even uh, came from other states just to play at Sound Lab Studios, which Rick Glatz owned, and so many people had said, you know, you should reach out to Rick and try to get him on the podcast, so I made it happen finally. Uh, our schedule is finally uh, worked out, and I met him up at the Old Plank Trail Bar there in Frankfurt. And uh, yeah, so he said, yeah, let's meet up. I really want to talk to you and uh, get the story of the Sound Lab out there and uh, answer any questions that people may have had since they, you know, have played there and probably when they were teenagers and such. Yeah, ask him who worked for him there and how he even came up with the idea of opening this place and if he had, you know, any clue of how to run, you know, something like this. Uh, ask him about, you know, some of the bands that have played there and any memorable shows that he may have had himself. You know, there were some troubles that happened there, but uh, all, all in all, all of it got solved. You know, there was some stuff out in the parking lot that happened, but that wasn't in the sound lab. Uh, when it first started, the parents and the cops were kind of harassing Rick about this place, but he was, you know, admitting to uh, making this happen and uh just stuck in there long enough to see it happen and work out so uh we got a good place there you know it started off just being a a rehearsal studio for bands to come and uh rehearse their music at when there was maybe no other place to do it and they could go there and rent it out and rehearse and then some band asked to uh have a show there and from there it kind of took off you know later on they did have uh some recordings going on there thanks to uh eddie Cantu, i believe did that uh you may know him probably in so many bands i can't even uh tell you how many and uh yeah so a lot of bands uh started off there got to have their first couple shows probably for a live crowd there and you know rick was kind of proud of it and you know i think everybody who was there and was part of uh the whole scene that was going on there was kind of proud of it as well uh and that yeah i mean there was a scene that was going on with that i mean you know from illinois and there was bands from all the way from california coming out there just to uh you know play shows and such and you know rick talks about it all so uh i'll let him start the the outro to the intro and yeah so take it away rick hey this is rick glatz uh i'm the former owner operator manager of the sound lab and i'm hanging with monster
Okay, this is episode 116, and I'm at the Old Plank Trail Bar here in Frankfort, Illinois, talking with the former owner of SoundLab Studios, Rick Glatz. Thanks for uh, doing this for Yeah, you. thanks for having me. Been uh, trying to do this for a little while, but uh, our schedules didn't, you know, match up, but we got it to work today, so, <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't know Sound Lab, uh, you you want to explain it? Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, back in uh, let's see, 2005, I opened up Sound Lab. Uh, I was a drummer, you know, growing up in high school and playing in bands, and I worked in advertising, and I was just kind of burnt out from doing that whole thing of advertising, commuting, and like I want to do something for myself, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was in a band, I went to a rehearsal studio downtown. I'm like, what a great idea. All these soundproof rooms. Yeah. Let's build something like that. So oh, okay. I uh, jumped in with two feet and said, hey, I'm going to open up a rehearsal studio. <laughs> yeah. So found a place in Mokina. Uh, I built it. Mm. I, I designed it. I built it. Me and my two cousins, we built it. And then we had a room with a stage. Oh, okay. And uh, that was going to be like uh, a live practice room. Oh, okay. And uh, right when I opened, I had some guys come in from Lincoln Way East go, hey, can we put on a show? I'm like, oh. sure. Oh, let's, okay. Let's yeah. do a show. Yeah, and I, I had, always wondered how it transitioned yeah, from. I just kind of like went with the flow. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and it really wasn't meant to be an all-ages venue. It was going to yeah. be a rehearsal studio that people can go and play and as loud as they want and not bother the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. But when they said, hey, can we put on a show? I'm like, Sure. What does that What does that mean? Like, what does that consist of? <laughs> yeah, because everyone was going to Mojo's. Oh, okay. And yeah. Like, okay. Let's. You know, we're gonna put on a show, and the first show we had a hundred people. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm like, okay. And then they're like, we want to put on another show, and then it just kind of steamrolled like oh, every weekend, yeah. yeah, every Saturday, and then every Friday, Saturday. And I'm like, okay. And then after uh, after that, then it just became an all ages venue, and no <laughs> yeah. one really wanted to practice. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all the bands should be uh, thanking that first band to uh, come at you and ask you uh, to do that live show. There, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I remember a lot of them, like yeah. the, the band's names and who oh, they were and stuff like okay. that. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. yeah with, with so many that came in there and uh, so many shows that that played there yeah i wouldn't <laughs> yeah i wouldn't remember half of them. I, I, I just kind of went with the flow and like yeah. oh, hey we're gonna do this and then yeah okay that uh-huh. sounds good <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah you opened then in 2005 yeah july of 2005 okay yeah in mokina there uh how did you pick uh, mokina for is it just because the building was there just or the it? building was yeah. there yeah i looked everywhere and some were like really secluded okay like, yeah. even though that was somewhat secluded like a yeah. lot of people are like hey i can't find this place i'm like oh it's it's off lagrange but yeah um really i just kind of you know looked to see where there was a space that was big enough okay and that was cost effective mm-hmm. yeah. and just kind of fell because i didn't live in mokina i uh-huh. lived i lived in homer Glen. oh okay so i'm like yeah okay yeah and then i just found a place that was you know, zoned for it, I guess. Oh, and okay. And then it was just yeah. a big open warehouse. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yeah. not thinking of all the businesses around it, that kind of gave me <laughs> yeah. a hard time. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. Did they, too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Why? Because of so many kids hanging around in the parking lot? or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The kids hanging out in the parking lot. Uh, uh, I mean... The was co- it the sound, too? or? Yeah, the sound. I mean, we tried to do the shows like after the businesses were closed because okay. Sound Lab, the back, backed up 
to the other businesses on the other side. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. was like a massage place, a dog mm. place, and all this other stuff. Okay, yeah. So we'd always have shows after like, 6 o'clock, okay. 7 o'clock. So yeah. that really wasn't an issue, but it was oh, you know, the kids right. hanging out outside. Mm, okay. And yeah. uh, I can share with you a story of what happened like early on. Oh, okay. Uh, so there yeah. was a... Uh, Remember the Mokina Mart, which was right around the corner, which oh, yeah. was like the little Quickie Mart, right? <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was during one of the early shows, maybe like in September of 2005. And, uh, you know, I was outside working the door, and uh, this young girl comes running up. She's like, I need to use your phone. I, my, my friend is freaking out. I'm like, what's wrong with your friend? Hmm. She bought five five-hour energy drinks, and she, she downed them all. Mm. <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, why, why did you do that? Yeah. She goes, she wanted to feel hype for the show. I go, well, you know, <laughs> mission accomplished. So she was, you know, freaking out because wow. young yeah. girl that was like having a, a niacin rush from all the, you know, yeah, all yeah. the energy drink that wow. she's drinking. So we called the cops. Cops came out, ambulance came out, and they see 100 kids yeah. milling about uh-huh. going, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. like, we're just putting on a show. And they're like. Do you have a license to do that? I'm like, yes, I do. (laughs) So I invited them in, and, you know, it was in the middle of a (laughs) a performance. So, (laughs) you know, they're freaking out. Yeah. Uh, So they left, uh, and in two days I got a call from the village, and I had to meet with the police chief, fire chief, building commissioner, and they were basically going to shut me down. Saying, hey, you're not zoned for this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, luckily, my landlord was supporting me because we were zoned for it. Yeah, yeah. So they basically said, hey, um, to do this, you need to do X, Y, and Z, right? And and basically, they, like, brought out the hoops for me to jump through. Like, yeah. well, okay, if you're zoned for it, you need to have panic hardware on the doors, which are, like, the doors in schools where you can you don't get locked in. Oh, you hit okay. it, and you can open it. Uh-huh. And you have to have smoke detectors and fire alarms that have strobes uh-huh. because if, if a music is playing, yeah, yeah, you you're not going to hear it. Hear it. Yeah. So you have to have yeah. strobes in there. So I had okay. all that upgraded. Yeah. They put an occupancy license in there because in that small room, do you yeah. remember the small room? Yeah, that yeah, when yeah. It was, yeah. The, the occupancy for that was like 70 people. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. and I know we had more than 70 people in yeah, there, right? Yeah, you were saying that at the first show, you had like over 100. 100 people. And <laughs> yeah. there was one of the, the early shows uh, the two local bands, uh, I think it was uh, The Scare and Destroy Vale, mm. they brought in a band from San Diego called uh, Heavy Heavy Low Low. Oh, yeah. And we had 300 people in there. It was <laughs> madness, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, the fire department basically said, you know, you need to do this, this, and this, and I did it. Mm-hmm. And then, then every every show they would come to, oh yeah, you know, like, hey, you know, there's guys outside smoking or there's, you know, people doing this. I'm like, I can't control what's in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I can only yeah. control what's inside. So, yeah, yeah. you know, after about a year... You're just they, looking for an excuse exactly, to, to yeah. mess with you. Yeah, after a year, they kind of chilled out because the parents knew yeah. that, you know, their kids were safe. Their mm-hmm. kids were, you know, they weren't roaming the streets. Right. They were at, you know, they were at Soundland. Mm-hmm. And so after a while, it became like, okay, it's mm-hmm. it's cool, right? Yeah. But yeah. initially, there was a lot of <laughs> resistance, yeah. which uh, what wasn't is fun. this? What is everyone yeah, doing? Yeah, what are they doing? Are they doing drugs in <laughs> yeah. there? Like, <laughs> yeah. I invited everybody in, parents, cops. I'm like, you can yeah. see what's going on. They're playing video games. They're drinking yeah. Red Bull. They're listening yeah. to music. Yeah. If they're not into sports, what do you want them to do? Like, yeah, there's nowhere right? else to go, uh-huh. right? Yeah, so that's yeah. where it was kind of like, yeah. I'm here for you. You're here for me. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of kids understood that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think even uh, nowadays that kind of place is, is missing for... Sure. For Yeah, because uh, after you closed, it was just like, okay, we're... 
wh- where do you go now to right. to do shows? Where do you, you know yeah. if, if you're not able to get like booked at the Forge or something like that in Joliet? Yeah. It's like where where are you doing shows at? Or you know exactly. So yep. yeah, I think everyone kind of felt that after after that. It's like oh, there's no more Sound Lab. There. Right, right, and you know. <laughs> I was looking at it as like when I was in abandoned high school, mm-hmm. I wanted some place to play like yeah, this. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we rented out church basements. You know, we yeah. had to get all this stuff. So that's where when I knocked down that room and made a bigger stage, you yeah. know, I invested a lot of money in the lights and the yeah. sound and all of that because I'm like, if I was that age again, right. I want to put on a show here. Yeah. Right? And uh-huh. that's what I was really working towards. And, yeah. um, you know, that's that was my goal. Yeah. 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 Yeah, before that it was just like VFWs and yeah, like that other uh that other small uh coffee house venue up the road there yeah. uh was a Mojos. Mojos, and yeah. And then I think they had another Mojos after that, but uh yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> VFWs <Yeah. laughs> which you had to rent out and yep, you know exactly. all that and stuff. Uh yeah, at first it was uh, uh rehearsal studios. And then became a, a place for uh, bands uh, to have shows. So the the initial idea was just the the rehearsal studios and yeah, yeah, because yeah, I didn't know that there was a need that mm-hmm. there was that yeah. many bands that wanted to play live. Yeah, you know, and that was that was the fun thing, and that was right around when MySpace was coming up. So oh, there were a lot okay. of the DIY bands. Oh yeah, I had bands coming in like, hey, we've got a band from New York, we've oh. got a band from LA, we've got a band from Canada, we've yeah. got a band from Texas, yeah, from everywhere, and like. Okay, you know, yeah. I guess we're doing this, yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't expect that. I thought that you know people needed places to play, yeah. to rehearse. Yeah. And little did I know, you know, a lot of people in Frankfurt, Mokina, like <laughs> their houses are so big, they probably it doesn't matter where I grew up in the city. Like we were dying for places to practice. Yeah, you know, we practice anywhere we could. We yeah. practice in garages and alleys. Yeah. Uh, you know. My buddy worked at a comic book shop, and they had a comic book warehouse. Oh, yeah. We would practice in the warehouse. Oh, yeah. Like, we would just pick up and, like, okay, we're practicing here, right? So that's where I thought, well, maybe there's a need for that. Yeah. There wasn't. Yeah, there was yeah. a need for a live venue, which I just kind of kind of went with the flow, mm, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, them two things, you know, MySpace, uh, you know, that's when everyone learned about bands because you were able to – put your music up on there and uh, post all your shows and photos and everything. So uh, a lot of kids were, were finding out about bands and, and then for you to have that place, you know, that was like basically like a place for some bands that couldn't get a show anywhere around here. Yeah. It was like a, a tour stop kind of thing for right. them and mm-hmm. such. So exactly. Yeah. Those uh, two things just <laughs> kind of worked out <laughs> hand in hand with each yeah. other and, and to have that venue at that time. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember seeing uh, bands from New York, Indiana, uh, you know, other states, California, and yep. yeah, yeah, I'm like really, they're they're playing here. Holy cow! <laughs> there was a band from uh, Canada called yeah. Wolven Ancestry, okay. and I've got pictures up on my Instagram. But they were like fully makeup with like oh, you yeah. know deer heads and like horns, and they were like. <laughs> There were some bands that were just, you know, like they were very unique in what their, not just their their music, but their mm-hmm. image. You yeah, know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The Whittle Monsters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys were like all in costumes and they came in in costume. I'd never even met them in person. Yeah. But they yeah. had a following, you know. And so it was kind of fun to see like the variety of bands. And, uh, you know, I tried to expand into more. It was like a lot of like, 
pop punk emo mm. and then there was more like the hardcore and the grindcore but then i would start doing we did like a rap night oh yeah and then yeah, we did yeah. like unplugged night days oh, on sundays okay. which was fun because there were guys that were in you know hardcore bands that were doing acoustic as well yeah, so okay, i was trying yeah. to open it up to everybody you uh-huh, know like yeah. whatever you can do it's not just to be a single like hardcore club right? yeah but, right and some people could even uh use that as like you know, when uh, comedians kind of work on their jokes and stuff, they go to, you know, s- some places to, to work that out with a live uh, audience. Sure. So the, it was kind of like, you know, uh, bigger than a practice, but you can yeah. practice in front of a huge audience and, and see, you know, what works and stuff for yeah. bands. That's exactly why I created the stage. Yeah. Room, you know, thinking right. like, okay, if these bands are going to practice on their own mm-hmm. in a room, yeah, what is their stage performance going to look like and yeah. that's why i built that room with the stage thinking oh, yeah. okay maybe this is would be your practice for a live show yeah yeah you could get used to playing on a stage and, and like and, facing a yeah, crowd right yeah. little did i know that it was going to turn into the place to have a show right so oh yeah for yeah. sure <laughs> so how many uh people worked there with you like in the beginning or was it uh, just you and- it, it was <laughs> the first show you know, when they're like, hey, we're going to do a show. I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got my brother and my cousin to work the door. Oh, okay. Uh, my wife and uh, our friend worked concessions. Okay. Um, yeah. I had two guys work sound that just, they would come up and they're like, I'm like, hey, do you want to work here? And I'm like, sure. So they were working sound <laughs> in the door and then yeah. their girlfriend worked for me. And then, uh, you know, they worked for me for about a year and then just started getting more and more people because it was always fans that were coming in like, Hey, I want to work here. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. great. You know? Yeah. So I think at the, the height of it, I had like 30 people working for me. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, and wow. then I can call upon whether it was like doing sound, yeah. doing selling concessions, working the door, right. cleaning up, you know, yeah. I think at any show we'd have at least five people working. Okay. And then we yeah. would just kind of rotate it out and, yeah. you know, some kids were there to have fun and some, yeah. you know, really enjoyed working there. So right. it was, uh, you know, being a business owner that everyone's like, oh, you're your own boss. I'm like, it's not all that it's cocked up to be. You know, <laughs> yeah, I right. was the one cleaning the bathrooms. I was the one fixing the toilets. I was the one, you know, people that, you know, that back room where everyone kind of stored their shit, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it was trash. You know, people, you know, and that's, I didn't have security cameras yeah. because we didn't yeah. have those back then. But, yeah. you know, I was the one doing repairs. And then when, you know, we had to clean up or bands were unhappy because they didn't get paid, then yeah. they would try to start fights or steal things or, oh, you know, <laughs> I'm like, guys, I, yeah. I'll give you as much as I can. I'll buy you a pizza. But I'm yeah. like, yeah. this is, you know, you, <laughs> Kind of goes both ways there, so yeah, right. um, yeah. I would say like we had thirty people total at oh, any given okay. time, but yeah. Were you open every day then, or was it mainly uh, weekends? Or it was mainly weekends. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I was we, it was during, open during the week, uh, you know, for rehearsals. But I would oh, just, okay. I would just sit there, yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. some people would come in and be like, "Hey, what's this all about?" And then yeah. I had a couple bands rehearsed, and they were older guys, okay. yeah. like my age now. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but it wasn't consistent. So like Monday through Thursday, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. So I went back to work in advertising. Mm-hmm. So I worked downtown at a, at a advertising agency, and I worked Monday through Thursday, two p.m. to midnight. Mm. So I worked four ten-hour days yeah. down there, yeah. and then I had shows Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, okay. So yeah. that yeah. was. Uh, 
you know, it was a lot. Yeah. And uh, I did that for a couple of years, and then it just came to a head where I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Something's got to give, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, later on, and in the Sound Lab years, I had a manager working for me, and basically she ran the show. Okay. Like yeah. I'd give her the keys and be like. Here, this yeah. is this is your crew. Yeah. Uh, you do your thing, and then call me if you need anything. Yeah. And that uh, she was great. Yeah. You know, she I think she was sixteen, seventeen at the time, oh, and she okay. ran it. Yeah. You know, great. I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, she was awesome. So that really <laughs> yeah, relieved awesome. a lot of the pressure of like working two jobs. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah it, it wasn't feasible during the week. You know, mm-hmm. I tried to do it in the summer when people were home from school yeah yeah and we'd have shows on a monday or wednesday but it it really wasn't didn't work out you know yeah yeah Yeah, they tried to do that at other places you know try to have you know rap bands or something during the week or something or uh you know emo night or you know whatever but (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. we had like a punk versus metal night you know like a punk band and a metal band punk band metal band yeah um (laughs) trying to do it you know really like I said, I was just going with the flow. There was no plan. Yeah. I like whatever works. You know, when someone goes, Hey, I want to do this, I'm like, sure, let's do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't really know like how to, uh, you know, do like, because later on, you know, it was, uh, I know you like upgraded like the, the sound and then the, uh, the lights and stuff like yep. that. Did you know how to do like any of that stuff? Or no, just uh, YouTube. Get really, it. Just go it, in yeah. and like, okay, how do you do this? Because those speakers that I bought, Mm-hmm. you had to get certain speakers to hang from the ceiling. Yeah, okay, yeah. And it mm-hmm. has the, the hardware that comes with it is called uh, flyable hardware, and it's a chain yeah. that screws into the the speaker. So I had to get uh, a lift yeah. that goes up 20 feet, and yeah. I hung them myself. I put the chain over that. I'm like, all right, how's this going to work? And then the subwoofer, and then the yeah. PA, you know, the mixer and everything, yeah, yeah. which I wish I had all that equipment now. That, now that I'm in a band, yeah, like yeah. if I had all that equipment now, that'd be great, but I don't. I sold it all. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I just kind of, you know, even with building it, going back to building it, mm-hmm. it was an open warehouse yeah and i drew it out okay i said okay i want uh three rooms and then a room with a stage and we got bathrooms i took it to home depot Uh and i said this is what i want to do and then they just said okay you need all of this Uh here's everything and i'm like okay and they delivered it all and then me and my two cousins it was like the three stooges stuff yeah we were like the three stooges we're like i was doing that while i was working downtown in advertising so at at seven o'clock at night we would go there and work until one, two in the morning. Yeah. Going, you know, we we're looking at the plans. Going, Does this work? Does yeah. That work? Get a saw, and, and we're like, okay, well, like, we didn't. We weren't builders. My cousin had a little carpentry knowledge, but yeah. we were just messing around. We're like, okay, let's. Well, we've got a wall. Okay, we got another wall, and it just, <laughs> it was like uh, one of those home improvements, but we didn't know what we were doing. So, yeah. you know, from building it to running the sound, and you know, I painted it, I did all that stuff. It was all a learning experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all worked out though, too. I mean, yeah, everyone was. Yeah, it felt like you were going to, you know, not a huge show, but a local show and stuff, and that was, you know, really big for bands, you know, doing their first shows or, or you know, doing. You know, have having you need a place to to do a show at because you can't get it one anywhere in that area, and they're on a tour or something like. That. Yeah, being being a graphic designer by trade, like I wanted to make it look cool. You know, okay, with the, yeah. 
you know, I remember, I think I had like foam heads that were glow in the dark when you yeah. came in and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. with the lights and <laughs> the painting, the chain link fence, I, you know, I would, people would drop off old couches and be like, here, yeah. this is for sound lab. And I'd yeah. put couches in there and <laughs> yeah. just yeah. do, you know, just try anything. Then mm-hmm. if it worked great, if it didn't, then let's change it next week. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you, uh, I guess then aware of, uh, the local, metal hardcore metal course uh scene before you like opened up or not at all yeah <laughs> not at all you know it was my eyes were open to a lot of different you know being a drummer you know like and i was also a wedding dj as well oh okay yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. you know before that i was a wedding dj from 90 to 2000 so yeah. i've been open to different types of music so yeah. i was down with anything you know yeah. like yeah. and as long as people respected the place I respected you. So, and I didn't know like all these different types of music and bands and, you know, there are bands that I still listen to this day. You know, here we are like, what is it? 18 years later. Yeah. um, There's bands that I still have, uh, you know, I still have their CD or I have it, you know, on my computer, you know, that I still listen to and like, wow, these guys are really good. And that (laughs) they were, you know, way back when. Yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, there were, there were bands that were just starting out. There were bands that were really polished and, you know, really good guys and really appreciative of, of the scene and everything like that. So yeah, I was, I was open to everything, Mm -hmm. you know, and some were just super talented musicians, you know, and some were just really good guys. So the hardcore scene and the hardcore uh, kids coming to do shows and everyone, you know, is, is but <laughs> was probably used to like the push pits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then they get there and they're spin kicking people and, and punching people, but that's like part of, of what that scene was and stuff. But that was like the, what the heck are they doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was worried at first. I'm like, yeah. all right, someone's going to get hurt. Right. Especially when it was in the sw- small room and people were throwing punches and fists. I'm yeah. like, uh Oh, you know, and I had people afterwards like, oh, so-and-so broke my nose. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. What am I, I don't have insurance for that. You know, yeah. like, yeah. so that yeah. was all new. Yeah. Like I've been to, you know, Slayer and Metallica shows yeah. when I was a kid, and that, that yeah. mosh was totally different than what <laughs> yeah, I was experiencing. Push in and push in, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, not where the kicks and uh, elbows go flying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> did you have uh, any? Well, you probably had a, a, a lot of them, but uh, did you have um, memorable shows that, that you still uh, kind of remember that kind of oh, yeah, stuck out? Yeah, and, <laughs> um, do you want me to say any of the band's names? Yeah, 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 yeah go yeah. for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the first show that I had that was there was uh, the guys that came in. Uh, they were a local Lincoln Way East band. Uh, they were called From Me to You. They were more like, uh, kind of like, you know, um, Blink-182 kind of. Oh, like okay. Popular. But yeah, they yeah. had uh, Destroy Veil, which was like a local band that was like, they had a huge following. Like every yeah. every time they played, I think they played probably every weekend for me. Oh, so yeah. those were pretty memorable, but I'm like, that was when I first saw like the mosh pits. I'm like, okay, this is pretty crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, there was another band from uh, Ohio called Auburndale, mm-hmm. and they were they're super talented. I mean, really, and I that's one of the bands that I probably still listen to. Yeah. Um, they showed up late mm-hmm. uh, because they had a blowout from their their tire, oh, their, yeah. you know, yeah. so that, you know, driving from <laughs> Ohio here, and so yeah. you know. Super nice guys, very appreciative, and they were really good musicians, really yeah. good music. So, you know, bands like that that needed help, like, hey, I'll give you some water, buy you pizza, get you know, yeah. suit you up with energy drinks or whatever it takes. But, yeah, um, yeah there was uh, Ryan's Hope mm-hmm. from, you know, those yeah. guys. 
Yeah, still listen to them. <laughs> still listen to them. They're yeah. like on my. That's like my workout mix. Like, okay, you know, yeah. they're a, a great sound. Yeah, uh, great uh-huh. songs, great hooks. Yeah, um, yeah. The one band, uh, the Lost Anthology. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick, I mean, yeah, which I, he uh, does now uh, recording. Yeah. Uh, uh, like really big recording. Yeah, uh, out yeah. of his house. Or... I I remember because he was young. I yeah. want to say like really young because yeah. his, his parents were coming in. I mean, his <laughs> yeah. dad, right? Yeah, Nick Tivo. <laughs> yeah, they had a they had a great setup, but yeah. they had a I mean, that that CD mm-hmm. uh, that is amazing. Like it yeah. sounds great. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, that band was great. Um there was a a ska band called the Hollywood Nightmares. They had like a full horn section and oh, they were young kids. Yeah. And so that was completely different, right? Oh, to okay. see that whole ska like Yeah. <laughs> mosh dancing pit was yeah, was great yeah. so yeah. um yeah i can go on and on and on <laughs> i mean there i looked through the numbers uh we had over 500 shows oh yeah in over three years oh fuck <laughs> so it was a lot of shows and uh yeah. i think i tallied up like how many people came i would say uh, it was close to a hundred thousand people like over the course of three yeah. years, right? Yeah. You know, there yeah. would be shows where there's 50 people, then there's yeah. shows where there's 500 people. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was really, you know, a range of like mm-hmm. new bands, like young, like 13, 14 year old kids to, yeah. you know, guys yeah. in their 20s. Yeah. Um, there was one band called uh, The Bonnie Situation. Okay. Uh, I think they're from Bolingbrook, but uh-huh. the singer was just, he was all over the place. He was just like, <laughs> just clearing out. Like he was just intense, right? Yeah. Um, you know, those bands were, yeah, there's there so many of them. So many really good, like well-managed bands. Like they knew what they were doing. They had a great sound. They had, you know, really good guys. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah there's there some really good ones. And there were some ones that, you know, just starting out. But, yeah. you know, like, right. hey, I give anyone respect and props like to get up on stage and perform (laughs) of anybody yeah yeah you know that's not for everybody i'm telling you (laughs) yeah yeah i mean yeah i remember having our first couple shows there and seeing uh just that crowd yeah because when we started playing there is when it was all opened up and everything and it was filled up and then you're like oh oh." yeah right yeah yeah exactly (laughs) this is it's not yeah vfw 50 people to come in there and like oh okay and everyone's looking (laughs) at you yeah it's filled up and all the lights are on you yeah okay yeah yeah (laughs) yeah was a uh, learning experience like to do the lights and the sound and did you have like someone doing that or um i figured it out then i had whoever was working in that sound booth like Mm -hmm. just showed them like hey this is the mixer this is what you turned it on yeah and you know ideally i would have loved to have like microphones for everybody you Mm. know like mic everything but it was basically just the vocals you know and sometimes the kick drum um you know most places you'd mic everything but it Mm -hmm. was just the way the shows ran i didn't have that luxury to do it so Mm -hmm. the guys would just yeah everyone kind of brought their amps and stuff yeah yeah just cranked it as loud so the this we you know, the sound guy didn't have much control because yeah. all you can control is the vocals, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was all kind of learning experience the, mm-hmm. with the lights. Like, okay, you know, it's the lights have come a long way. You know, yeah. th- those were just like one color. Now they're <laughs> LED. You can change it, you know, with <laughs> yeah. your phone. Back then, yeah. you had to go up there and change the gels. Yeah. So we just learned how to do it, you know. Yeah. And, did we do it right? I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, my own band, uh, The Darkest Blood. Yep. We're super appreciative uh, for that for many uh, reasons. Um, you know, just doing uh, 
plenty of shows. We play. We opened up, I think, all the time for like Desecrate the Hour. Yeah, uh, with Donnie those guys. And those were, guys. Yeah, those guys are great. Nick, I mean, that he's an amazing drummer. I still follow him on Instagram. Oh, like, he's in like five, ten, yeah. twelve bands. Yeah, I'm like that's amazing. But yeah, his drum set was one of the drum sets I remember. Of, like, yeah, he had the the Harley Davidson logo of Desecrate yeah. the Hour and yeah, yeah. full double bass and all the symbols. And that's a you yeah. know being a drummer, I would always look at drummers setups. Uh huh. Oh, this yeah. guy's got the full, you know, someone would just be like, you know, coming in and there's like, got a couple of drums and a cymbal and like, he yeah. had like the full, the full rack. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The, uh, what do they call that? The, uh, the cage. Yeah. yeah the yeah. cage. Yeah, yeah. There's another band uh, called uh, Fets. Mm-hmm. Fets. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they were out of, but the drummer, uh, Michael. Yeah. Um, I think he's a drummer out on the West Coast. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But he was an amazing drummer as well. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. so, yeah, I'd always gravitate to the drummers like, <laughs> all right, this guy's really good. Uh, you know, the drummer for Lost Anthology mm-hmm. uh, was great. So it was always fun seeing, you know, the bands and, you know, whether it's just a three-piece or yeah. bigger bands and, yeah. you know, just seeing how they react on stage. You know, mm-hmm. some that really worked the stage and some yeah. just kind of look down at their shoes like you can tell who's been doing it a while <laughs> yeah right. like i said it's not easy you yeah know? yeah or the uh singer would face like towards the drummer yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly you have to get over that yeah uh-huh yeah <laughs> yeah uh also too we had the uh fundraiser uh for my brother who got into a motorcycle accident uh had that show there and you know had a little benefit kind of thing you know going on there and selling raffle stuff and and stuff like that and i remember like donnie's like yeah all the money for the show goes towards that and stuff so that was really cool for for that too i mean he showed up with like a a neck brace and stuff uh playing guitar and stuff (laughs) but uh yeah that was another memorable moment for us uh playing there and stuff but we would you know uh you know, even like uh, other bands, you know, even if we weren't doing a show there, would, you know, show up to just to watch the other bands and stuff. And yeah. I was really appreciative of that. You know, <laughs> early on, there were a lot of, a lot of guys that would show up to like every show. You know, yeah. they were always oh. at shows. I remember, yeah. um, I think you had him on your show, Big Rob. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. What a yeah. nice guy. Oh, what a super yeah. nice super, guy. Like he, super nice. he would, you know, be like the, uh, you know, telling people like, hey, don't mess around. You know, Rick's a good guy, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. he, you know, him and uh, and Adam, uh-huh. uh, I remember yeah. them coming From to the lot of shows. Yeah, Oceano, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he was in, uh, what was the other band, Otis? Otis, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember a lot of things, but the things that I do remember, I remember a lot from those days. But yeah. uh, you know, all those guys were really, you know, they respect, you know, respect goes both ways, mm-hmm. right? You know, like, yeah. hey, thanks for coming. I'm here for you. You're here for me. Uh, I wasn't trying to cheat anybody out of anything, but I'm like, yeah. just have fun with it. And, you know, those guys appreciated it, and then I appreciated them as well. Yeah, Rob, the, the pit commander. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And he hey, just, hey, hey. yeah. And when I saw him in the pit, I just got out of the way. I was like, just get yeah. out of the way. <laughs> yeah. So after all the the years of that uh, being open, then what finally uh, made you like decide to close the doors and? Yeah. So in two, never really knew what happened. What yeah, happened. and so in two thousand eight, um, it was just getting to be too much. Yeah. You know, um, my kids were young. You uh-huh. know, my 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 son was 
five mm-hmm. and my daughter was seven and it was just you know i was working downtown yeah i was doing this you know yeah. i was doing both and i was never home oh okay. you know and it, yeah. something had to give right yeah and yeah. uh sound lab was you know not going to to take uh precedent over my marriage and my family so yeah. um yeah. yeah and i i really wanted to sell it and mm-hmm. to sell it to someone who who really wanted it yeah and, uh, you know i sold it to uh uh, a guy that just, you know, I don't know if he, you know, had the same passion as me or wanted to, to really see it done. So I really don't know like what happened after that. I, oh, I heard okay. it closed like after six months, but oh, okay. yeah. yeah, but, uh, yeah. Did, did he try to keep it the sound lab? Yeah, or? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Cause a lot of people was like, Oh, I played there. I'm like, no, that was, that was after me because mm-hmm. I sold it. I would say, uh, April okay. 2008. And I think it might've lasted for another six months, but mm-hmm. Someone said that, you know, there was some fights or whatnot. Mm. I don't I don't know the whole details because I yeah. just like once I closed that chapter, yeah. I was done with it. Yeah, and you uh, moved on. Yeah, moved on, right? And it was just something that it was uh it was tough to to let go, but uh, you know, it had to it had to happen. Um it was really, you know, a, a young man's business, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, yeah, like I said, I, I consider those moments of the years or whatever like the best times of my life. Like that was yeah, so good. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> that. And and you know, being that it's been, you know, 18 years, yeah. you know, I I run into people that played there yeah. or went there and uh, you know, they're they're young adults in their 30s. In their 30s and they've got kids, <laughs> yeah. right? So, yeah. um, yeah. you know, I they're probably at the age that I was at mm. when I started it. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I started that my Mid thirties, thirty, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So um, it's fun to see, you know, like, hey, I used to go to Sound Lab, and oh, you know, yeah. I, people from all walks of life. I was <laughs> on the train going to a White Sox game, and one guy's like, "Oh my god, that that place saved my life!" You know, oh, I, I used yeah. to go there, and so yeah. it's fun to, you know, to reconnect with people and you know hear their stories of you know the shows they went to and yeah. you know how it help them Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. in their high school years their young years of having somewhere to go you Mm -hmm. know because as you said earlier you know where do you go yeah you know right there's nowhere to go if you're (laughs) if you're under 21 yeah to go to to see i don't even think like the the vfws and i don't know if they like rent out to you know smaller kids who do in the bands and exactly yeah Yeah. so i mean you know looking back at it you know i i I tried to do lessons, you know, mm-hmm. and, and as okay. we went later on, um, I had, uh, you know, they start, we did, started doing recordings there too. Oh, so yeah. during the week there was recordings. Eddie Cantu. Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eddie Cantu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast yeah. Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great guy. Yeah. Like, oh, so yeah. we got that all set up. So he was able to utilize that, mm-hmm. you know, through the, during the week and then, yeah. uh, you know, just trying to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Cause as I said, you know, like whatever worked yeah you know, right and, and uh it wasn't uh going downhill it's just like yeah. i was done with it like it yeah. could have kept going yeah. Uh, yeah i just i couldn't do any more of it you know right it, it was um <laughs> it was it was a lot and yeah. you know after years later you know i have a lot of people like oh you should open this back up you should do this i'm like yeah i know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it would be a great idea i, yeah. I mean for yeah, like I said, nowadays, I don't know where local... I mean, there's a place in Joliet, um, the Drunken Donut. Uh, okay. It's like a small bar off of uh, Route 30, kind of where Six Corners is. Okay. And uh, they have uh, local bands, but it's 
nothing like Sound Lab was. Yeah. You yeah. Know? They don't have like a stage. It's just kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. You know, it, it was uh, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, like early on when it was the, the local bands. Yeah. But then when, you know, bigger bands and older bands started coming in, mm-hmm. um, there was just more fights, mm-hmm. more broken things. And yeah. Bands from Indiana and, mm-hmm. you know, just bands that wanted to drink. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. You can go to Post Game Pub right around the corner, which most guys did. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know, yeah. right? Yeah. Or, you know, they wanted to get high. I'm like, that's fine. You can do whatever you want on the parking lot. But right. what's happened here? But then it just started to become more of a, you know, when I had to break up fights and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's just like, guys, what are you doing, yeah. man? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's take, not take what it outside. Place is yeah. About. Because you're going to ruin it. Yeah. Cops, someone's going to get hurt. Cops yeah. are going to come in. Right. And then it's shut down. Then it's shut down <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I remember having to break up a fight. Uh, this girl had a set of uh, brass knuckles. Oh, jeez! With a knife. Oh, right? wow! And she was, you know, a short girl, yeah. young girl. Yeah. And I I was standing there, and I don't think she saw me, but she, I saw her, and I'm like, first of all, what are you doing with yeah. that? <laughs> so I just, I just I tapped her on the shoulder. I'm like, what are you What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. She goes, oh, so and so, blah blah blah. I'm like. <laughs> Outside. Why, take it outside. I'm like, <laughs> but get rid of get that. rid of those. I mean, do you yeah. know what you know what you can do there? You know what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so that it got to a point where people that were coming just really didn't give a shit about sound. Yeah. So yeah. you know, for them to do that, mm-hmm. not knowing the consequences if yeah. something did happen, right? If something was somebody was stabbed or mm-hmm. shot or yeah. whatever, yeah. Then bye bye sound lab. Yeah. So yeah. that's where it's like you know early on like with Big Rob and all those guys like hey. I'm here providing, you know, an outlet for you guys. Yeah. So if you uh-huh. mess it up, right. you know, so it it's in everyone's best interest to, you know, keep an eye out on. Yep. Keep and I get peace. it. You know, everyone is, you know, having fun and, you know, but come yeah. on. Yeah, put, yeah. put the brass knuckles away. So yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Um it, it just it just got to be like every show was some type of mm, issue, yeah, some type yeah. of drama. You know, guys wanted to get paid, so they're gonna throw garbage all over or, you know, kick a hole in the you know, the the five hundred five hundred, you know, dollar subwoofer I'm like Oh jeez. Or you go, you know, try to steal something, do whatever. I'm like, Yeah, I'm sorry. You yeah, know, like yeah. so that's where it was after a while I'm like I'm I'm yeah, done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm missing my family for this. Yeah, exactly. And, and, yeah. You guys don't appreciate it. Like, <laughs> yeah. We, we want to get paid. I'm like, there was 20 people here. You know? Yeah. And right. So, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. <laughs> and, and that that was one of the things that I learned early on. Like, bad news travels fast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, people that enjoyed it, like, hey, it was great. It was great. But all you had to do was piss one person off. Like, uh, Oh, Rick's an asshole. Rick made me, oh, you know, yeah. go on, you know, on, on the given time, but no one was there. I'm like, well, that's not my fault. You know, yeah. like there's five other bands waiting to go. Yeah. Right. Plus there's a curfew. Yeah. So yeah. everyone, you know, thought that I was attacking them personally, like by doing this or, yeah. you know, I have, you know, a lot of the MySpace messages of people going, oh, Rick's an asshole. Rick's this, Rick's that. I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh. you can't make everybody happy. Yeah. So right. it's like, even right. though I tried. Some people just didn't want to hear it, like, yeah, you know, yeah. complaining that, mm-hmm. why did you cancel my show? I'm like, well, A, there was like two feet of snow. No yeah. one was coming. No yeah. one was going to, someone was going to get hurt. Yeah. So right. we're canceling yeah. the show. Yeah. And so yeah. I tried to 
to help accommodate, us accommodate and, 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 and yeah. be as, as, as helpful as I could. But yeah, for sure. some people just, you know, have it yeah, in there. Some stuff was out of your hand. You know? Exactly. Like this, I didn't make the snow happen. Yeah. I didn't make the bad yeah. weather happen. And then as we had bigger and bigger shows, then I started working with promoters. You know, people mm-hmm. were like, well, hey, I want to put on a show. I'm like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, you're running this. Mm-hmm. We're running the venue, mm-hmm. but you're taking care of the bands. Yeah. And mm-hmm. one promoter uh, didn't pay the one band. Mm. And he went out the back way. <laughs> and uh, oh. so when the band comes into my office, yeah. oh, going, he hey, left with everything. He, le- he left oh, with everything. Wow. And so, uh, <laughs> oh, so here comes the band with, yeah. with their crew yeah. to my office, like, hey, we want to get, I'm like, hey, we. Did you catch him? He, yeah. he ran out the he, back. He went out the front door, which no one goes through. That's oh. like the, the yeah. entryway. Yeah. Um, and I said, just That's so you sick. know, wow. we we talked about this <laughs> yeah. before the show. Like we're, yeah. you know, this is the promoter. He's paying you. I'm yeah. not doing anything. Yeah. You're like, okay. So the next weekend when there was a show, he yeah. showed up. Oh. <laughs> oh. The promoter? The promoter? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. And, and and the singer from the other band. Yeah. And uh he caught him, and I think he broke his nose. Oh, oh yeah. It, oh, yeah. It was not pretty, but, yeah. like, guys, yeah. take it outside. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, like, that's where I'm like, I don't want to get in the middle of that. You know? Yeah, right. Dealing with bands that have their expectations of what they're going to get paid, and yeah. if the promoter's saying, you know, we're going to charge $15 a ticket, I'm like, yeah. great. Yeah. It's on you. You know mm-hmm. what you need to pay SoundLab so I can pay the people and pay my rent. Mm-hmm. But then the rest is on you. Right. The bands should be going to you, not to me, right? Yeah. And I don't, you know, yeah. when that stuff starts happening, then it's like they're going to be looking to me. I'm like, guys, you know, it's not <laughs> on no me, answers. right? I have no answer. I'm sorry, yeah. you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, but then you worked with some good promoters, but then yeah. there are some promoters that were just, you know, yeah, taking advantage of of Sound Lab and the bands right, and, and right. the fans, the right. people that were coming to the shows. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> then you start seeing that, like, the the non local, like the 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 bad stuff happen like uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to deal with that right <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> yeah yeah so we can also uh talk about uh your band now i mean you're you're, you're doing uh a band now yeah right? yeah so um, it, uh, as a serenity now serenity now yeah, yeah. yeah we're uh we're a 90s cover band yeah i um, seen uh you had some shows or something recently. yeah we had a, a our first show on sunday Okay, uh, and then we're uh, playing another show this Saturday. Oh, nice! Uh, yeah, it's uh, how know, did how did the first one go? It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. we had like uh, it's maybe seventy people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. at a, a, a bar in uh, Alsip. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, D- uh, Dakota Inn on mm-hmm. 121st and Pulaski. It was playing out like in the patio. Mm-hmm. It was like someone's yeah. backyard. Okay, which yeah, was yeah. great for a first show. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, being a drummer, you know those years of sound lab, like I didn't play the drums. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I had them set up, but I wasn't in a band. I mean, I didn't have time to. Yeah. So there was right. a long period of time where I didn't play the drums because kids were young, sound yeah. lab, and then they yeah. were. Then we moved, and I didn't mm. have room, so mm. I really broke out the drums. I'd say maybe ten years ago. Okay. And just started getting back into it. Mm. Um. Started a band called Dad Sabbath. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was more of like, uh, you know, it was. Uh, did did they did they play? Uh, you started after Sound Lab. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. I thought there was something that was something like that that played. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it, it was uh, or something. It, maybe uh, just seen it on your page or something. Yeah, it yeah. was just you know, <laughs> friends getting together and like mm, you know, yeah. kind of 
relearning the our instruments and like okay. just starting to play and really you know it was more drinking <laughs> yeah. little music little drinking little music and uh yeah you know um the bass player from dad sabbath you know he went to school of rock mm. and uh you know he's like hey uh, there's a group of us from school of rock that want to start a 90s cover band would you be interested in playing the drums i'm like mm. sure why yeah. not right was that the one out in plainfield or uh, no, the School of Rock in Mokina. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 So um, started playing with them in September of last year, mm-hmm. and uh, they are, you know, the most talented mm-hmm. group of musicians I've ever played with. So oh, it's really yeah. like, you know, we've got 30 songs mm-hmm. in 10 months, which yeah. is unbelievable. You know, everyone's got lives. Everyone's yeah. got families. Everyone's <laughs> got jobs. So yeah. to be able to put the time and effort to yeah. do this and really be dedicated and motivated to, you know, play a show in 10 months you know yeah. they have 30 shows that are show ready oh, yeah. um it's pretty amazing so yeah. yeah we played our first show on sunday we've got a, a gig this saturday at uh jack's place in midlothian it's bike night we're playing oh. in front of a bunch of <laughs> bikers so <laughs> there you it, go. it should be fun but uh yeah we've got uh, <laughs> yeah. gigs lined up in uh shanahan uh-huh. and, uh yeah. crestwood uh the new lennox vfw in august so mm, nice. it's fun i mean it's yeah. it's uh yeah this is the the band playing out weather <laughs> yeah yeah it's <laughs> playing season. outside and you know season got pa lights we got in-ear monitors like it's oh, really yeah. you know yeah. it, from where I've come from, you know, yeah. it's it's really it's a lot of fun, and yeah. everyone is is super talented, and the songs we're playing are fun as well. So oh, it's okay. it's kind of uh, you know to have a hobby mm-hmm. and, and be able to to do enjoy music again yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we'll we'll just see where that goes, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You said it's uh, mainly covers, or is yeah, it's covers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll be working on some originals, I think, soon. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's just you know. It's amazing to to learn that amount of songs. Like, okay, one week we're going to learn three songs. Yeah, learn three songs in a week. (laughs) And some of the songs are not easy, you know. And and for me, you know, relearning how to read music and you know, Mm. and because I didn't, I took lessons when I was sixteen. But that you know, getting back into like learning songs and playing the songs how they're supposed to be played Mm. is, uh, you know, I I practice now more than ever. Mm. Uh, So. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Serenity Now. Yeah. Serenitynowband.com. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do your plugs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, who, who's in the, the band with you? Did you? Yeah. So um, Tara Ritchie, she's mm-hmm. uh, our lead vocalist. She's an oh. amazing, amazing singer. Yeah. Uh, Tom McCoy is our bass player. Okay. Uh, Carl Larson is our guitarist, keyboardist, harmonica player, vocalist. Whoa. Uh, Mark Doyle uh, plays guitar, keyboards, uh, backup vocals as well. Um, you know, it's all super talented. Oh, nice. I mean, it's just having the the variety of skill set of playing keyboards. You know, yeah. they, they trade off on keyboards, oh, yeah. lead guitar, rhythm guitar. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and Tara, as a, a lead vocalist, yeah. I mean, it's really amazing oh, to have awesome. someone as talented as her like yeah every song that she sings I'm like wow it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah. really it's a, it's a lot of fun and uh you know yeah. tom and i played in dad sabbath and mm. you know we we had fun doing that and really wanted to take it to you know um you know this level where we're playing out mm-hmm. whereas dad sabbath was more geared towards just hanging out yeah. having fun you know yeah. maybe playing a, a show here or there but mm-hmm. with serenity now it was more like 
hey, we're going to start playing shows. And yeah. here we are. You know, yeah. we played our first kind of impromptu show in February. Mm. And that was only after a couple months. Mm. Um, so here we are, you know, <laughs> putting shows together. You know, we're, we're booking shows left and right. And, oh, you know, awesome. so that's, that's, uh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 And it went, uh, drag you away from you know your family having to be away friday saturday and sunday exactly yeah just be uh probably mainly saturday or (laughs) yeah yeah the the last one was sunday but it was a sunday afternoon and my family came to it so that's great yeah 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 yeah, which was fun yeah they stayed for the first set but that was that was enough of it right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah some of them uh yeah 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 you go to some shows some people stay for the first set and uh but like the real, the ones who've been drinking since the first set, exactly. they stay around for the yeah. second one and yeah. <laughs> get a little loose. This, this Saturday should be a good one because it'll be a first like nighttime show. Oh, really. okay. So, yeah. Uh, with lights and stuff like that oh, out nice. in the parking lot. There'll be food trucks and vendors oh, there. So, shit, yeah. 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 So it should be fun. You know, yeah. we're playing, you know, all the hits of the 90s, like mm. grunge and pop and oh, yeah. rock, you know, like. Nirvana, Green mm. Day, uh, yeah. you know, Alanis Morissette, oh, okay. and, you know, yeah. Sheryl Crow, and, <laughs> and some deep cuts, uh, you know, that not a lot of people know, but uh, yeah. I don't know if you know a band called the Toadies. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Possum yeah. Kingdom. Yeah. They uh, recent. I don't know if they, they still do shows. Yeah. Uh, I think, what was it? I don't know if it was this year or late last year that they came around again. And we're doing shows, and I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah!" One of my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah there the were there's some great songs. So mm-hmm. you know, Soul yeah. Asylum. So oh yeah, trying to do some Blink 182, but you know, <laughs> yeah. that's I'm not at that level of Travis Barker playing. You know, I try to keep it simple. You know, there are some songs I'm like that's just out of my wheelhouse, right? <laughs> do your own version of it. I, I do the I I keep the beat. I, yeah, I can't yeah. some of those I, them fills those and, fills. I can't play that fast anymore. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, I can't do that anymore. He yeah. he like hits extra hard too. Yeah. I heard with, yeah. the, uh-huh. with the drums. Uh-huh. And like, yep. uh, yeah, having to replace the heads every <laughs> yeah. every show yeah. and stuff. I don't have that luxury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's kind of all I had for you. Uh, yeah, you already kind of promoting you know Serenity now. Uh, uh, anything else uh, you wanted to bring up or? or... Um. No, not really. I mean, I just, you know, anyone from Sound Lab, I mean, I really appreciate everyone, you know, that's still, you know, interested in it and Mm. like, you know, follow it. Because that's why I started the, I had the website and then I just moved it over to Instagram just because Mm. I've got so many pictures and videos. Oh, yeah. And uh, and after running into people, I'm like, you guys were just kids. I mean, you're like, (laughs) you know, 14, 15, 16 years old and now you're adults. So I think it's always fun to like, post pictures and be like, you know, so you can show your kids. Yeah. Like, hey, look what yeah. I used to do, right? Yeah. Um, so well, that's your funny hair. Yeah, the- exactly. Yeah, the funny hair and makeup and tight jeans <laughs> yeah. and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's why I, yeah. I just did that because, you know, yeah. running into people, hearing their stories about it yeah. is really, it's really fun to, to hear. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think yeah, seeing they that. Yeah, we all want to talk to you about it. and Yeah, <laughs> and just seeing that, you know, I may have had a, a small impact on oh, their yeah, life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, that, Especially that, for me and my friends that all played there, really, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. it was funny that uh, my neighbor, uh, I live in Frankfurt, my neighbor uh, was moving, and his yeah. son moved came, came in from Colorado. Uh, well, he went to Sound Lab. Oh, okay. And so when he yeah. found out that I owned Sound Lab, you know, he yeah. was just like, 
I'm not, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. you won't sound this. So he was, you know, yeah. like, I used to go there every night with so-and-so and so-and-so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, so it was really cool to hear that. And he yeah. played guitar. Yeah. And Dad Sabbath, we were we were practicing in my garage. It was mm. the middle of summer. Yeah. So his whole party, his family and everything came over to my garage. Uh, yeah. And me and him jammed. Oh, you know, he okay. played guitar and yeah. sang and I played the drums. And it was, yeah. uh, you know, went way past midnight. So it was, <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm playing with the guy from Soundland. I'm like... <laughs> I, you know, I'm not. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I mean, it's just fun to yeah. hang out and hear your story. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, that that really, I'm I'm excited to you know to meet people that like went to it and hear their stories. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. good and or bad or indifferent, but <laughs> yeah. um, you know. I just can't believe it's been 18 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's why I wanted to have you on here. You know, there was a few people that I do talk to, you know, that are some still are in bands and, and stuff, but they all started, you know, at, at Sound Lab and stuff. And they're like, oh, it'd be awesome if you got Rick on there <laughs> to, hear, to hear the Sound Lab story yeah. and, you know, how it started and, uh, you know. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to talk to all of them. You know, it'd be great to have like a whole roundtable with a bunch of people and, and share the Sound Lab stories. Wow, maybe I could do that one day then. Yeah, that, that'd be fun. I mean, I, yeah. you know, it's really cool to hear like different, uh, you know, stories and perspectives that they did. And, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, and, and to see, like you said, you know, people that are still playing music. Yeah. Uh -huh. Like like Nick from Desecrate the Hour. I was <laughs> yeah. so I I follow him on Instagram. I'm like, man, he's been in another band and he's in another band <laughs> yeah. and just seeing where they're at and he's in uh, a country band, a rap band, band yeah. uh uh hair hair metal band, a uh, Lollapalooza the, band. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so to see that like you know, you followed your dreams and you played there. Not to say that I had any influence on that, but it's yeah. cool to see that where yeah, they started. A, of, a place for that to uh, grow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need some place to cultivate your talent. And yeah. so, you know, the, the bands that did that and whether they went into music or not, yeah. uh, you know, it was a part of their life. Uh -huh. And so to be a part of their life, I'm, I I feel yeah. honored to, 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 to do something, even though it was really just a, a pipe dream for you and, me. Yeah, you and yeah. your dream. Yeah. I mean, it was just like... I got to do something for myself. You know, after working, you know, for a company for so long and you just hit that wall and you're like, I got to, yeah. you know, everyone's like, just do something. And that, this was something I just, you know, someone goes, you have a business plan? I'm like, I don't have a business plan. I'm just jumping in with both feet and just like, yeah, yeah I'm going to do whatever, you know. Now yeah. looking back on it, mm -hmm. you know, I probably, you know, there's a lot of things that I would have done differently, but, mm. you know, I'm not going to go in the past but yeah you know, there were good yeah. things there were bad things and yeah. uh yeah. you just take that and 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 build upon that right yeah. right yeah well okay uh yeah that's gonna be it for uh this one uh rick so uh so glad uh we're able to hook up and uh do this yeah this was awesome yeah. so i uh, any other times i I'd, I'd love to continue the conversation and talk to anybody <laughs> about it so it's fun yeah it i'll great. have to uh try to get uh some people from some of the bands that uh played at sound lab and uh, yeah how you said uh do a round table and <laughs> yeah that'd be a <laughs> go lot of fun over, yeah. go over what they're doing now and yeah 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 well i appreciate you having me out i, mean, okay. I think it's, it's been great i just it was a fun time all right. Well, that's going to do it for this one, episode 116 with Rick from Sound Lab. Uh, for the people who've been asking for it, it finally happened. And uh, <laughs> hope uh, all the questions that people had in their minds got answered and everything. So, yeah. All right. That's going to do it. Sounds good. <laughs> Thanks. All right. And you, 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 
You are listening to a monster production. <laughs>